and welcome to Reality Blows. I'm your host, Ashley Brooke Roberts, and sitting next to me is the wonderful Nick Maritato. Hello, hello. And we are going to be talking about the Challenge Double Agents Reunion Part 1. Yes, we are. You guys, did you like her introduction? <laughs> I was I like, thought, babe, let me wing it. I, I thought it was very it. I thought it was very professional. Thanks. Which is not good for our show. Guys, if you haven't already, go ahead and rate us five stars on the old podcast app. Sign up for our Patreon. We got an episode dropping tonight or tomorrow morning. Probably tonight. The forecast is unclear. Um, the forecast is that we have two days left in the month and we still owe one Patreon, so it's coming. I did like our first Patreon of this month. I enjoyed doing that and I liked the content of it. Just a good old-fashioned chat chat. Yeah. What were some of the topics we covered? Oh, we talked about Pokemon Go. We talked about we talked Mighty bit, Ducks. Little Mighty Ducks in there. Um, what other stuff? Did we talk about anything else? Did we talk about our... What did we talk? What did we talk about? We talked about our uh, we talked about our vaccines last couple episodes uh, Mondays ago. I, I'm not. I can't really remember. Hey, listen. All you got to do is go check out that Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Reality Blows. Five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. We promise. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, folks. What we are here to talk about is, as Ashley said so elegantly at the <laughs> beginning of this podcast, so professionally, part one of. The Double Agents Reunion. Yeah, it is part one. I imagine there's two parts. Maybe there's three. And maybe they'll talk about someone other than Fessy. Yes, part one should have been part one colon the Fessy Chronicles. Yeah, for real. Because this was basically seven questions revolving around Fessy and like one question or just one look back at the love between Leroy and Cam. There was a couple of other little moments. We're definitely going to talk about it. 90 minutes. For Fessy. Now, I'll tell you what. There's, I mean, obviously, they talked about Fessy a ton on this, so we're going to talk about Fessy a ton. And um, I think if you would have told me two weeks ago that the reunion you're going to be is going to be a 90, 90 part, 90 minutes, two parts. <laughs> well, 90 minute uh, uh, part one of the reunion that the pretty Babe, much the, the sorry, what's I'm, I'm going thinking, on? I with that. Pretty much revolves completely around Fessy. You wouldn't have believed it. No, I would have believed it, but I would have been upset about it. I would have been like, oh, that's awful. I don't want to watch that. Now, I think through going this, through going through this, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to tell you our feelings about Fessy, obviously, more and more. But I wasn't that upset about it because I think what Ashley and I decided last night is it's kind of fun to hate on Fessy. And you need a character like that for a show like The Challenge. So I'm starting to realize that Fessy has a place here, okay? There were some growing pains. Um, I guess, should we go through this, this, yeah, this thing right now? Let's get into it because I think that is an important thing here is that Nick is talking basically about a classic heel turn. And if you're not a wrestling fan, Nick is going to explain what that means to you right now. But I want to say something that I really appreciated and I didn't fully realize until this reunion was that Fessy has fully accepted this. 
So he has become a bad guy over the season. You know, the fans don't like him. Just hop on Twitter and search the Challenge 36 hashtag. Everyone is hating on, on Fessy, which is such an interesting fall from his being introduced his first season as sort of this gentle giant who was there for his family, who was shy. You know, Fessy, they really sold us a bill of goods with the first season of Fessy being a sweetie, a big old sweetie. Remember when I used to talk about him eating chips and how cute he was and he was quiet. That's not the Fessy that we have uh, been so well versed with this season. So I was thinking in my mind, Fessy is going to be affected by the backlash. You know, the, this, uh, the producers have painted him as a villain and surely that is going to hurt him. But instead, which we realized at the reunion is that he has done a full embrace of this new character. And he has not only embraced his villainhood, but he's done it in a way that feels genuine and that I like and that I find entertaining. Yeah. And I absolutely agree with that. Now, let me just explain why I think it's kind of, it's not brilliant, but because it was unbeknownst to him, this is real, this is, you know, real life kind of, I mean, I know it's a reality show and it's television and all that stuff, but Fessy came in, as Ashley said, he's chip eaten, you know, he's always got a chip in his hand, you know, he's a handsome guy. His story had this backstory about growing up and his family was different from other families and and not being able to fit in, but then finding sports and then excelling in football and, you know, a wonderful story that he told by a uh, pool table to Corey, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Corey, uh, you know, kind of hearing this guy's story and uh, sort of kind of realizing like, oh, you know, we're not so different, you and I. Well, I I think that he had that whole 9-11 storyline where his family, he felt, um, or he was receiving sort of backlash. He felt ostracized at school. And then I think what you were about to say with the Corey thing was that you and I got excited because we were like, the Young Bucks are back. Right. So the Young Bucks. uh, He brought Young Bucks. He came into the Young Bucks. Corey and Nelson brought him into the fold. Hunter hasn't been there for a while. So it felt like new blood. It felt like re, um, it felt like energized that young bucks block it's on the like challenge. the young bucks strike back or something or like uh why be the young bucks are back <laughs> where they had to recruit like a new member yes um and they lost an old one but uh regardless of all of that stuff he was a lot li- he was a, just a likable guy and, he was like and i think what i enjoyed most about it besides the story is it's like oh shit there's like a six three or however tall he is 200 whatever pound like running back uh, you know, or a middle linebacker who is young and uh, not really cocky, but like wanting to win this game. And then in his first season, almost did. Yeah. And came in fourth place. Yes. Throughout that season, you know, I think what was revealed was he wasn't that interesting to me. But another thing was revealed in that first season. He made some promises to the Young Bucks, namely Corey, that he did not keep. And we started, uh, Corey is us, by the way. I- I've decided Corey is, th- is the person at oh home. Oh my God, you are so right. Corey always has an interview that I think the majority of the challenge fan base is thinking, and he kind of puts it into words. Corey's never like at the front of the line when it comes to the drama or the story. 
But what he is, is right there in the middle of the pack. He's getting a little bit of what the layups are saying. He's getting a bunch of what the... What he's the, the Greek chorus. Yes, he's our Greek chorus. And I they even showed it a little bit on here. When You're he so right. When he kind of, uh, as uh, you know, as the host said, like was Nostradamus and predicted the whole Fessy Tory thing. Yep. Now, he didn't do a great job at that. But he did, you know, he's kind of, he's with it and he knows what we're kind of, he knows the storylines that we're kind of uh, watching and yeah. is really, uh, really elegant in putting them together in his, um, in his interviews. He's almost like if you stripped Johnny Bananas of his unlikability. Like Johnny's good at being um, telling us the story through interviews, but Johnny like comes across too much like a villain to be us. You know, like the audience doesn't want to side with John or not. Like Johnny doesn't represent the audience in the same way Corey does. I disagree with that. I don't want to have a is Corey <laughs> is Corey Johnny, but without the villainous behavior conversation. That's fine. That's, that's fine. I don't know podcast. if I a hundred percent agree with it either, but it just came to mind when you were talking. So in that first season, I can't even really do you remember what it was? Like he didn't vote the right way. Yeah, or... it was something like that where like a vote was off or he said he was gonna do something and he did something else. And this isn't total madness. That's when we first met. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was in last the last season. I thought last season was total it madness. It was, you're okay. right. Yeah. The bunker yeah, season. Yeah, he was in the bunker. That's I, when we met Fessy. That's, that's right. when we met Casey. So okay. weird that the bunker season was called Total Madness. So Corey, in his interviews, after he's like, "Hey, this guy's great. He's a young buck. We we're kind of we got a kinship. I think this guy's cool. Like he's gonna be in our crew. I like him." He starts seeing that okay, this guy did not keep his word, and that's something that like I don't normally see in a friend who I would maybe accept into the young bucks uh, per se, or like somebody who's like a super tight friend of mine who I feel like this guy's becoming. Like normally. A guy like that keeps his word in this situation, but like at the first chance for him to kind of get one over on me just to be selfish, he took it. I don't like that. He's kind of on notice. And he kind of put Fessy on notice, and then he was on notice throughout the entire season. Eventually, they became sort of pals again, and then afterwards, you could tell that's like, yeah, we became buddies. Like, I, I went and I saw the gender reveal of his baby. Like, they, they became friends outside the show. They're and legit it, friends. And when you're outside, there, there's no really double crossing going on in these shows unless it's on the show. So when you're on the off season, it's like, okay, we're all neutral territory. Yeah. So come into this season, and it happened. You know, we see we see Fessy. He's like, he's a little more cocky, maybe a lot more cocky, right? Yeah, starting this season, he definitely felt more cocky for sure. He's like a little bit more self-serving. And I will say that his cockiness presented itself originally in the first few episodes as a resistance to being Anissa's partner. Right. Because the Fessy that we were introduced to the first season, you almost feel like he would be like, yeah, we can make this work. Yeah. But this time he was kind of like rolling his eyes and we're like, oh, this is a new Fess. And it was like, I had already come into the season not really liking him based on the end of that season so i was like eh, fessy's boring you know he double crossed Corey, and it's like oh now he's partners with anisa and he's doing interviews that make you know we all love anisa so it's like you know anisa you, you don't don't shit talk anisa yeah to us the viewer we've been with her since we were children so like we just don't want that it's not gonna it's a it's an immediate way to make yourself put yourself on the bad side of of history as far as the challenge goes. So it's like, okay, he's taking that road, but it's like he really wants to win. And then, of course, you know, he double crosses Corey and everybody when he kind of uh 
orchestrates Nelson going home in the most violent way possible. Really such a shit move. Having Being reminded of that is really upsetting, and it, it really is the official heel turn, would you say? No. Oh. <laughs> I would say what that is. I don't really know what a heel turn is, guys. I think the heel turn is is when you go from a good guy to a bad guy. Um, but what you have to do to be the bad guy, to, to be the heel, you could be a guy that no one likes. That doesn't mean you're a heel. But to own the bad guy thing is the acceptance of. Gotcha. And so he does the Nelson thing, and he, in a hall brawl, destroys him, sends him home. And, and, and at this point, Nelson in the past two seasons has been a saint. Uh, he's only uh, been uh, uh, coming off with like good storylines where he's sacrificing himself for friends and family. Yeah, he is like the guy you don't want to do this to. Um, and we want to see Nelson. He get did to, have that. Sorry to interrupt, but I do want to say that moment in in Total Madness where he Kayla. was shitty, but yeah. then he that's when he made his face turn. You're right. He made his he remember well. He first of all, not to go on a Nelson rant, but he came in at Total Madness being like, "No more Mister Nice Nelson," <laughs> and then he started like trying to be bad, but it just wasn't working. And then he was like, "I'm turning on this," like a quarter of the way into the season, and they became nice, nice Nelly. Isn't and, it interesting how much we love Nelson? He's great. So. So then, he, you know, Nelson goes home from the hall brawl. You know, it's a, it's like a teary-eyed, passionate goodbye message about fuck you, Fessy, basically. And Fessy's like, oh, no. Corey's like, whoa. Like, now Corey's us being like, that's it. This guy has revealed his true colors. This guy's an asshole. Yep. And he's only out for himself. I'm, I can't work with this guy. I can't do it. And so he's like us. And we're like, oh, Fessy's bad. We don't like Fessy. The whole internet turns on Fessy completely. He's a meme. We're making fun of him. Throughout the entire season, he's just being shitty to his female partners. He's saying shitty things about Anissa and and uh, and and Nani and, and, and Amber and all everybody that had to be a partner with him for some reason. He's being terrible to. You know, he's doing this weird thing with Tori, which we'll talk about, where he's like behind her back confessing his love and saying that they have a connection. She at the at that moment is engaged. Yeah, and it's, seems to have no idea. And he doesn't seem to care at all. He's like, I know she's engaged. I'd never do anything, but I'm going to tell you right now, I love her. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. Like, well, he's, he said, like, I would never do anything, but I might do something. Yeah, there's know? something threatening about that. You yeah. know what I mean? To, to feel like you have the comfortability to... To say something like that when a woman, you know, has a partner, you know, you're 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 in fiery water there, and he seems to know it, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, as the season goes on, then obviously, you know, no, spoiler alert, if you're listening to this for crying out loud, you know, they they what happens to 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 Casey and Fessy in the final is really the ultimate, like fuck you, Fessy. You know, your partner gets hurt and you look like you don't give a shit and you blame it on you blamed your entire season, uh, your season's performance on your partners. And this just kind of falls right into that. So then, OK, that's his. Now we hate him. He's like, this guy's a dick. I Get him off my TV. He's boring. He's an asshole. He comes on this reunion the way he's dressed, kind of like a Bond villain, you know, a little bit with like a turtleneck and yeah, and his attitude. You know, just body kind of language body was language, incredible. His eyes. <laughs> he is now owning the fact that no one likes him. Yeah. And there is the heel turn. He Loved has it. now decided I'm a bad guy. Loved it. I'm a bad guy. And guess what? I'm going to beat you. 
and we get that we get that clip at some point that they show of him, which I never saw. We don't follow Fessy on social media, but I guess on his Instagram, he came out and said, I will beat anybody who's ever played the challenge ever in a physical one-on-one competition. You cannot beat me. Uh, that is that is an evil, evil heel promo. He's yeah. cut a heel-ass promo. I don't care who the fuck you are. I will beat you because I'm better than anybody who's... And he's not even just saying, like, I'm coming after you, CT, because you won. He's saying things like, hey, uh, Mark Long, you suck. Uh, hey, The Miz, don't ever try to come head-to-head with me. All these beloved characters. Do you beloved think he's white going to try... <laughs> Do you think he's going to try and be a wrestler? No, I think he's going to try and be Johnny Bananas uh. and win this show and own this show. I think... The problem is Johnny Bananas has something that Fessy doesn't have, and that's personality. Um, I think a step further is he has humor, and Johnny's smart. Johnny's smart and has, like, uh, fun one-liners, whereas I don't think His Fessy's... one-liners are terrible. They're dad but one-liners. But they're still there. But that's what a heel does. Yeah. A heel doesn't Fessy want you to done go... Got it. <laughs> That was actually really funny. He'll want you to go, oh, fuck that joke again. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. He'll, a heel takes boos like they're cheers. That if you, if you walk out and the whole crowd is booing you, to you as a person who's working this angle, it feels like they're showering you with roses because you need that in order for the good guy to get cheered. Yeah. The goal here is you want to see the good guy kick the shit out of the bad guy because the bad guy needs somebody to kick the shit out of him. We want to see somebody kick the shit out of Fessy. Not that much though, because he's kind of a sorry sack of shit. So I think next season Fessy's going to come back and I think Fessy's going to win the challenge. (gasps) That's going to be, that is my, what I am going to say. I don't, if that doesn't happen, then Fessy's going to become like a big joke on the challenge more than he is. And it might. But I think Fessy will win season 37. And I'm calling it now. Wow. And I think. And you're just doing this completely based on storylines and character development. Yeah. I don't even know who's on the next <laughs> season. I'm saying this based on as if it's scripted. Yeah. Uh, because what we want is we want him to come back with the like literally like he shaved his head. Like, you know, he's, yeah. he's got an eye patch on. Like, right, right, we right. Want, we a need, tattoo. A hook hand. We need him to have some. Yeah. Tattoo on his face. Like, yeah. We, we need him to now don the cost costume of what a bad guy like an evil bad guy would do. And we want him to lie, cheat and steal. And then at the end, like, you know, literally like Nani's about to touch you know tj's arm and like he pulls her leg back and touches it first and wins that way and gloats like he was the one who won the whole time yeah and then all Corey and cam and nani (laughs) and jay and all these other people who are out there like crying just looking at and he's laughing at them and then it's just like sorry guys i guess that's the whole season and then on season 38 we're like we have to kick fessy's ass And uh, somebody rises through the ashes, and you know who it is. Corey. It's Corey. It's fucking Corey. That's the origin story. The origin origin story story. is he was his best friend in the challenge, and then he double-crossed them, and... You know, it's Corey and it's Nelson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nelson's gonna die on the on like like the last moment. <laughs> Corey will be the one to do it. Nelson will 
He will be step Nelson. Like cramp. Give- like cramp. No, what'll happen is there'll be like a pit of lava and Corey can't. How are we gonna do it? Fessy's gonna win if we don't get past the lava. And then what <laughs> Nelson's gonna do is lay on the lava so Corey can walk <laughs> over him. And as his bones kind of melt into the lava, he's gonna be like, Corey, I love you. I did this for you. <laughs> and then I'm good guy Nelly T. <laughs> And then he's just gonna disintegrate. Wow. So that's how I feel, and that's how I started. That it really made me feel that on uh, last night's reunion, I feel like he's accepted this. He's now just an asshole, and he's owning assholedom. And guess what? I now am invested in some sort of a fessy story. I want to see him back. I want to see him lose. You know. So um, congratulations to Fessy for somebody who we made fun of the entire season. He had ninety minutes dedicated to him because all of the stuff that he did, we want to talk about because that's what the internet ragged on yep and uh all right that was my rant i mean do you okay. have anything else to say before we actually jump into the the points and the no little, little stuff? i uh-uh. nope i agree and i think i said everything i wanted to say okay good well let's let's see what we have uh, ashley took a few notes in chronological order yeah here's what i'm saying I don't know how much more we'll have to say about all this stuff because all of the, we've talked about all this stuff already. What we're going to do is I'm going to read my notes. Um, they aren't like my usual challenge notes, like super detailed, but they're just kind of like little, they're kind of like uh, segments and observations. And then if we want to talk about more of them, if we want to go in depth on a certain thing, we can do that. But we can also move on to the next note. How do you feel about that? Sounds good. So, excuse me. So the challenge, uh, (laughs) we're having seltzers and you know what? They give me the burps. Okay. So the challenge is a reunion activated. They're sticking to this double agents theme. They had like that green light go off over and over again that we saw in the house where it'd be like challenge activated. Green light that I thought was a myth. That Nick thought was a myth. But this time they're doing reunion activated with the green light. And we got like challengers saying multiple times like, ah, this is giving me like flashbacks. This is bad. This is really making me feel weird. Um, Our host was Vernon Davis. And Nick and I both agree that we loved Vernon Davis on Zoom. But on a soundstage, he seemed stiff. And he seemed like he was struggling a little bit. On Zoom, he was incredible. He was so relaxed. Just to remind everybody, just to remind everybody, he was the host when Ashley says on zoom he was the host of last year's reunion total madness and that happened on zoom that happened on zoom so yeah and we loved him we thought he clearly enjoyed the show we thought he was natural but the problem is like i've done shows on zoom like i host on zoom so do you yeah it's incredible it's kind of nice because you have like your camera is right in your face but so are your notes because it's your 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 obviously your laptop's open so it's like you can feel super fluid with just getting through the motions of like stuff that you have to read um, and not make it look like that. Man, when Vernon was looking at the cue cards for like throwing at commercials Ooh. and stuff, like you, the cue cards were clearly below the camera. Yeah. So he's like looking on eyeline is lower than the camera and he's just reading in the stiffest way possible. He just didn't seem relaxed. I mean, it was, he clearly just didn't have any, um, you know, uh, he just didn't he just didn't have any experience with cue cards and or like a, a prompter, excuse me. Uh, you know, let me just tell you, folks, uh, 
SNL, their cue cards are above the camera because it makes your eye line look like you're looking into the camera, just to let everybody know. Wow. Um, and that's why when they're reading all their sketches, it doesn't look like they're looking down. It looks like kind of looking up. And the way they shoot it, it kind of looks more more natural in that way. So um, you could totally tell where, where, the, where the prompter was here. And, I, I, you know, honestly, there wasn't that much of that, so it didn't get in too much of the way. I mean, most of it was the challengers talking. I thought, did you think this was a good reunion i did i thought too i thought it was good i thought it was like people were very open yeah and and more and it was less chopped up it felt like it definitely felt less chopped and it felt like more people's relationships felt more organic where in the past it feels like it's been like a montage of fights of people arguing that wasn't really the case this time it felt like people were like what i liked about this reunion is that people were clearly enjoying like dogging on each other in playful ways where it felt more like a family it felt like more of a friendship group where like people had fun making fun of fessy like not to bring him up again but we're gonna be continuing to talk about him like you could tell that it was like playful and fun instead of like in the past where you have like you know one person let's say like Kayla standing on one side of the stage yelling at Cara Maria and it's like hate and there's no love there and like Cara is yelling back at Cara is yelling, yelling back at Kayla and it just feels bad that didn't happen it didn't happen I think it had to do with the uh, the way that they did it that there was only a f- a few people in studio and those people were really just the essential people who uh to me i kind of felt like couldn't can handle being on a stage like that yeah and and some people who maybe would have been too wrapped up in like kind of getting what they needed to say out and the drama were kind of stuck on little screens right and i thought at least in this first part because it does seem like the second part is more general let's go over the points of the challenge rather than let's just talk fessy the whole time you may you're probably gonna get more of that next week of just because we you know when you're just pounding on fessy fessy has no emotions so fessy doesn't get up yelling and screaming also the other thing is I don't think everybody was drunk. Ooh, is that what it was? Tori looked like she maybe was had a couple of drinks, but like I think she just has nervous energy that kind of comes out in a silly way. I thought Tori did a good job. I did too. Yeah, did too, especially but- because the only person who did come onto the reunion with like, well, two people kind of came onto the reunion with like, I'm going to argue. It was Amber M. And she specifically wanted to get into something with Tori later in the reunion. We'll talk about that. And I thought, Tori handled that well and then I think Ashley Mitchell got really heated and we can talk we'll talk about that in a little bit but I think that's just because she reacts very poorly when her feelings are hurt and I think that that's what it comes but that down to. ended really well that also. ended really well too yeah okay let's just go through the notes Yeah, we'll go through the notes but I do want to say Tori is probably the only person on that on the dais or on the, on the stage that probably shouldn't have been there right well, it was interesting because it was like she left like on the third so episode, early. but I think she was there because this was the Fessy show. This was the Fessy show. And they even had her sitting next to him. Also, it filmed in New York. She lives in New Jersey. It's not that hard. You know, probably didn't have to put her up. And they, they do did. kind of prop her up as like a challenge face. And she is part She's of the podcast. She's the host. Yeah. So she knows this story. She yeah. watched it. You know, she interviewed everybody. So I thought it was a good move. Also... We've talked about we've we've flip flopped on Tori many times in this household. Uh, I Truly. liked her to begin with. Then she kind of got a cringe. Then we met her and we and we liked her. Yeah, <laughs> on the street, and we've kind of liked her since then. Um, but Tori, to me, I think is really she's 
becoming very good at being a personality on this show. And she's kind of found her little place here. And she, she is hated online. I don't know if you know, because I know you don't look at the hashtag. I, I, I don't really, but I, I do think she adds to this. I think she adds to the show. I agree. Uh, I don't think she detracts from it. So I, I actually, I, I like that she's running the challenge podcast with Anissa. They're kind of figureheads of it at this point. Get her on here because I think she deserves to be on here. By the way, you know, they're now going to start talking about Challenge All-Stars on uh, on that Challenge podcast. So they're going to keep oh, this thing running that's probably. Because by the time Challenge All-Stars is over, I bet you there's another challenge on the horizon. Well, something to say about Tori is that, you know, you're right. She like went home. It did seem odd that she was there if you take away what we know about her, which is that she's a big part of the challenge. But like she had way more screen time for someone that left on the third or fourth episode had way more screen time way more storylines way more bringing stuff to this reunion making it entertaining I mean without her it would have been almost all it would have been everything fessy besides the Cam and Leroy segment and the Ashley and Nelson segment um and I mean you know who doesn't have even a fraction of that is the freaking winner, Amber B. I mean, no storylines, barely talked to in the reunion. I, I don't know if this is just uh, just like a mistake on production's part this season. I haven't watched her Big Brother season. I assume that if she was on Big Brother and she made enough of an impact to come to the challenge that she's got something that is uh, could be turned into a character for this show. I don't know. I don't know. We weren't, we didn't get any of it. You know, also I listened to their, I mean, not to harp on that podcast, but I mean, we are doing a podcast about the challenge, so the official challenge podcast fits in there. I listened to her and CT sort of talk about their win with Tori and Anissa, and it seems like she doesn't have plans to come back, really. Really? Um, At least not this season. Um, One and done. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not. But it sounds like she's got a lot of family stuff going on. She had like family members pass away like while she was there. Oh and my god! I think uh, they have. I think there's a little bit of some family struggle happening, and I think yeah. using this money might help them in that way. And I think she wants to maybe travel and spend time with her family. And uh, when they asked, like, "So are you gonna come back?" Like, it did sound as though like, like, yeah, I don't know, you know what? Wow. I'm gonna do. Uh, it didn't seem like maybe she wants to maybe do this again. I don't know. Who knows? So maybe that's why they're not dedicating time to her because we're not going to need the backstory based on next season. Hmm, who knows? Um, I think she's likable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So got great legs. Yeah, she's uh, she's uh, she's cute. Okay, why don't we actually go through these points? My first point is Nani looks great. Damn. Man, Nani really looked the best that she's ever looked. Nani I did looked incredible. That. And so did CT. And so, oh, man. Well, CT got to stand up and do a little twirl. Yeah. CT is back to fighting, fighting his fighting weight. Yeah, CT looked incredible. I mean, Nani is such a babe. She's so beautiful. I hope she feels that. Um, Big T and Kyle. What was different about Nani that is she just like, was her like, tan right like you know what i mean like i don't she, know she just had like a glow to her right. so she whatever like, she's doing keep doing it her face looked like she had like she just looked like maybe she got her makeup right or she looked like she <laughs> had like a, some really good sleep oh you yeah, know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely she looked i think rested. that these people come off the challenge and then they take time to relax mm. because the challenge has got to beat you up just hormonally are we gonna talk can we just quickly talk about since we brought it up might as well just knock this off the checklist right now the ct look because i mean yeah. his, you could tell in his face ct lost weight yeah so ct they they 
you know, they started talking to CT about how he looked. He stood up, you know, he, you know, they asked him about some stuff and then they were kind of like, wow, CT, like you, you made sort of a transformation. You, you know, you made some changes like, yeah, I need to make some changes in my life. And, you know, uh, you know, and they started talking about, you know, his, his, you know, marriage kind of breaking up or, and it was kind of a, that was a little icky to me. I didn't like that they were talking about that, but here's what I think. I, I have see, a theory. I think too. CT stopped drinking. And I think that he oh. what didn't want to say it because I think they were trying to get him to say it. They were like, so you, you changed. Uh, you made some big changes in your life. And he's like, yeah, I was thinking about it. And, uh, you know, there was some stuff I was doing and I just kind of feel like yeah, it was time. And, you know, I had to make some changes. Interesting. I think he stopped drinking. OK, I think you're right. I think that so his marriage w was a, a topic on the reunion because there was it wasn't really touched on on the show, but we do know from the after show that Big T and CT kissed. Didn't that come up? That came up. I mean, I don't know that because I didn't see that. But you have told me this four or five yeah. times this season. So it has to be true. I heard that somewhere. And I also heard somewhere that they were like separated when he was on that season. And then so I think that like he came on to the show to the reunion and was like, I don't want to talk about the kiss or the separation. We're back. We're good. We're better than ever. Um, and I think you're right about the not I drinking. I don't think he said I really don't. It didn't to me come off like we're back. It came off like we're were broken up. No. That's how it At the felt. reunion? Yeah, yeah. No, that's how it, he, felt to me. it felt to me like he was like, no, we worked it out. We're in, we worked he it out. He never said anything like yes, that. Yes, he did. He was like, before, he was like, the show helped because before that we were just stuck in there together. No, he said the, he said the show our marriage during a pandemic was kind of like the challenge. Right. And he was like, me going on the show helped because I, we got a break okay. from each other guys, RCT and his wife together. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Um, Big T and Kyle came in from the UK. I was happy they were there because um, they're both fun personalities and Kyle got some good laughs in. Kyle's funny. The two of them should have been in like the Tory seat, right? Yes, I mean, that, agreed. That's who you would put in there. They were on the show for so long. I mean, they couldn't be there because of travel restrictions yeah. and whatnot, I guess. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was. it's unfortunate that they were resigned to a Zoom call. Um, So we got the first like story that they touched on, on in the reunion was the Anissa Fessy partnership. Um, Anissa was funny during this reunion. I enjoyed her and that we really, Fessy like tried to defend why he was upset when Anissa picked him, which he was like, I won my heat that day. And I was the only challenger that didn't get a choice. Like Anissa got to pick me and then everyone else individually got to pick who they wanted to be with. I won and I was the only person who didn't get a choice. And I was like, I think that would piss me off too. If I was in the same situation, if I had like tried to win and then and had one and didn't get any sort of agency. Yeah, yeah I understand that. that type of thinking that makes you turn into a fessy where you think that like, oh, I can't get anything right. That's nothing, true. Nothing will go. I'm the best and I'm just surrounded by a people, a bunch of people pulling me down. Then we saw the CT um, saying no to Cam's advances uh, early folks, to be partners. I, I don't ever want to see this again. I hate this clip. This is when he fucking curves her in that way. I, that is the most painful 38 seconds of the season, and I'm going to include all the broken bones. The, the, it was... By the way, next episode, if there's not a fucking montage of broken bones, then they're hiding something. Um, <laughs> so I, I, it was so hard, and like I don't... 
I I wish I could get more closure on it. I thought it was hard for Cam, but she, I thought she did it in a wonderful way, kind of seeing that clip and responding to it. And CT clearly has no reason other than I don't really know who you are, Cam. We never really... When Cam, like, I don't even want to talk about this any longer. It's hard to talk about. But when Cam, when he goes, tell me why, and then Cam starts pitching herself I to know, him. I know, I know. Is so fucking hard and cringy to watch when she's like, kill a Cam. Uh, I'm, I'm good, good at, at puzzles. Everything. I'm good at running. Uh, yeah. like, and then she goes and proves all of that throughout the entire season. Which is like, fucking good on Cam for knowing that she's that fucking good and then delivering on it not no one can do that uh she does it consistently i don't think there's i think what here is the here is what i think of the positives of that that whole scene that we had to relive is that i think that was the basis of her storyline yeah and i think from then on whether she knew it or not she had something to prove and after this season Without even having won this show, she's a top. She's a top two, top three female. A hundred percent. That that can run any challenge right now, and I think that she completely proved it. And I think in a situation like that, now next season when people come in, there is going to be no question in anybody's mind: vet, prospect, rookie, fucking incel, whatever they call them. Oh my God. Um, will not be able to come on the show and go like, who's the, I don't even really know. Right. Your, it's Cam. It's Cam. Her oh my God. Like you're the her. best. Like I need you on my team. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think it, in the end, this is going to be a plus that this happened to her because it, it forced the audience to have to see this storyline. Yes. Completely. Uh, and of course she made it to the end, you know, and she came home with money. She took second place. Yeah. So I think um, it's hard though for us and people who watch who, who the had, show who, who already there. knew we were already there. We're already there. And we were like, yeah, Cam, like you're lucky if she's your partner. Like we're already there. But we're, and it also makes CT look kind of like out of touch. We're kind of new regime. Okay. That's yeah. how we think. I, yeah. think. I think super fans of this show. I don't think that those are like, are vet fans you know i think if you're a super fan of this franchise you have to you can't be a super fan if you can't roll with the times they change things up on a so you have to like that there's new blood and new right. storylines. you got to be watching are you the one to see you got to be watching those feeder shows and that's why you love all stars because it's kind of like all right I, i'm in the season but it's like let's go play some flag football with some of our yeah. friends you yeah. know what i mean and it kind of scratches that itch for us and i think that us super fans are going to even like the new people a lot more because now we have an outlet for the old people we're yes. not going to lose them in our lives so i think we we knew we love cam we saw of cam course. we know we, I, I, we know all of the moves she's made we know why she's kill a cam we you know we've been there with the the storyline with her and leroy i mean honestly probably the person out of me you and anybody else on that thing and all the people why like you know who saw the least of cam ct because he's been on all the shows he's not watching them back he's not on her team He's just sitting, oh, that's in, true. He's sitting in the corner of the house being uh, Papa Bear or whatever yeah. the fuck they called him, like Dad or whatever. The Brits and, called him and something like, weird. No one, they're not probably, he's not, she's not, he's not hanging out with Cam in the house. Right. So he's not watching, CT is not watching his season. He's not. So he probably doesn't know Cam. He didn't see Are You the One? You know, Cam is the only person that we've liked from their beginning show, which we liked her on Are You the One? We were excited when she was coming on The Real World and we never really faltered. Usually we flip flop on people a little bit. 
she might be the only one we haven't flip flopped on. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, we saw. I we flip flopped on Devin. Did we? What about um? <laughs> we flip flopped oh, on Tori. No, um, I mean, if you can counter Natalie from the challenge uh, from Survivor. Oh yeah, we, we never flipped. Her, but I can't count her. She's only been she's a season and a half. I don't us. think we flipped on Jay either. I'll tell you, we did not like Jay on his oh, Survivor, that's true. but but we had already liked him on the ch- no, we didn't like him on X on the Beach. Oh yeah, that's right. He was but so we annoying. liked him on the challenge, which got us to watch his Survivor. Listen, we can get we can talk about way, this all Jay, day. He's only he was on this for like a little smidge. Yeah, um, but Jay is kind of an annoying guy because he, he, this is my impression of Jay, like. Yeah, right. That's what I was trying to do. Like, he kind of <laughs> seems like a teenager. Like, oh, come on, dad. Like, yeah, he just kind of seems like an annoyed teenager who you're punishing and is like, or like your little friend in like your friend group who's like the smallest guy who's like, wait up for me, you assholes. Like, yeah. He kind of feels like he's got too much to prove. I don't know. I love him. I do. And I can't wait for him to come back. And I hope he gets a better run of it. But those are my those are my quick thoughts. God, babe, we're never going to make it through these. Yes, we are. Start cruising through them. Okay, listen, we have questions about Corey's look on this. Okay, Corey's suit. (laughs) Ashley pointed out Corey's suit was two sizes too small. Okay, because but and and here's the thing. It's like, okay, so maybe he's going for a tight suit. Maybe that's the look and not like my suit is too small, but it was super short. So his pants were like high waters. It was like everything looks like it shrunk in the wash. And then he had a single braid that came down. Well, he had his braids, but then he had one braid that was coming down. And honestly, the way he looked was like, how cool people are going to dress in like 2055. Yeah, Nick kept saying, Corey's from the future. He's like future <laughs> cool Corey. Like we don't, un- like it looks weird to us because right now, because we don't, we're not on that level, but he's on that level. For- he kind of looks like he was also like cast in like the Fifth Element reboot. Yeah. Or like some sort of space movie. Or like a, he's an announcer <laughs> for the Hunger Games or something. Yeah. yeah, he looks like almost like he was in like Bloodsport as like a Br- Brazilian boxer. There, There's just something going on with Corey's look. Yeah, we had a lot of fun talking about it. I'll, I'll say I not my favorite Corey look. I'm no, sorry. no, no. Not my, favorite. not my favorite either. I like when he wore the Patrick Ewing jersey with the jean jacket over it. Oh, that at, was at a good at look. At a reunion at like third, Dirty yeah. 30, I think. So then we get like a little, a mini recap of the final and CT says that this is the most intense challenge final he's ever been on. Oh uh, yeah. Says the guy who won it. Guys, I don't know about you, but this was the hardest one to win. Am I right? <laughs> Guys, everybody feel like this was the hardest one that you could win and I won it. Who else? Nobody That's else answered that. Like he keeps saying it. Everybody's like, yeah, right. That's a good point. Uh, but, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Like what about the one he came in second place to Ashley Mitchell? That one was pretty easy. Yeah. That was easy that we all came in second place, right, guys? Um, Leroy tells him he looks good. We talk about C- we talked about CT's marital issues. Then there's like a more a fessy scene. I don't even remember what it was about, but I do know that uh, at one point Devin says, "When you're a douche, you get called out." Um, <laughs> which was <laughs> Devin funny. is the ultimate douche. Yeah, truly, <laughs> he really is. I like him, but he's a douche. Um, next, I wrote Leroy's the best. Then we get. <laughs> Casey's knee issues. Uh, watching that again. So painful. So, so painful. My knee popped. And I don't know. What is, I mean, are Casey and Fessy friends? Mm-hmm. They are because mm-hmm. she didn't let him off the hook at all. Yeah, they're or friends. Or defend him on this. They're friends. Well, 
you know, it's it's edited a certain way. But yeah. I, I think they're still friends. She did have to have knee surgery. I know. She had a patella tear that was Ooh. like a very, she said it was very rare or something. Yeah. And that she she was like, because I know for a fact, I've talked about this before, but I've, I have like, I had patella issues. Mm-hmm. It does not need to, unless you're going to play sports. Like if I was going to play sports, I would probably have to go to an orthopedic surgeon and decide whether or not I wanted to get some sort of surgery so it wouldn't so easily move around maybe. Oh, babe. Um, and, uh, you know, but it's usually like an optional thing depending on what you're doing. Athletes immediately go under the knife because they have to come back and in order for it to heal appropriately to play again especially high impact sports you need to get your knees kind of surgically repaired but the way she made it sound she was like they were like there was no choice if i wanted to walk normally yeah i needed to get this fucking surgery so shout out to casey for you know i bet you she's back after this season i hope she is i i do like casey you know what i mean and I want to see her succeed, and I just want her to get a little bit more involved in stuff like having a romance with Nani. Yeah, I want that <laughs> to come back. That was fun. Really, yeah. Um, Fessy, oh, there was a segment where he had to defend why he didn't eat twice. He didn't eat twice. Once during a daily because he was trying to lose so that he could uh, no longer be partners with Anissa. Now, remember what I said. Like, if I was Fessy, all I'd be doing in the off season is eating. That's all I'd be doing is eating other th- Nasty weird, shit. weird shit. Getting used to at it. At one point at the end of this, when they're all coming down on him about it, he's like, oh yeah, put me in the challenge next season. Put some food in front of me. See if I eat it. So I just <laughs> can't wait for him to come in and he's just like he's like learned how to detach his jaw like you know he's got some superpower that he's been working on where he's just swallowing things whole like I don't know. He better be practicing eating, though. He didn't eat in the final. Um, this is when Nick took my phone and wrote the Fessy heel turn slow burn. This is when I started seeing all of the all of the the points that I ranted about the first 20 minutes of this show. This is where I was like, oh, shit, this is happening. Um, yes, because he, the way he was accepting all of this was not like, guys, come on, give me a break. It was more like, yeah, I did do that. And I'm going to do it again next season. Yeah. Like, oh, here it is. Here it is, babe. Next segment is a Devin versus the Big Brother Alliance. This was fun to rewatch this. Um, you know, Josh looked embarrassed through a lot of this and talked about the alliance with him and Casey and Josh is that they're actually real friends outside of the house. And then, um, you know, I kind of did feel for Josh a little bit. Did you feel for him? Yes. In this? Because he did look embarrassed. But then there's some fun Devin and Josh vacate picks. I, vacation I the picks. Real story. Is it, was it just them that want to make I think what happened is they both got eliminated, right? In yeah. that double elimination. Oh, right, right. So I think there was probably like two weeks where they had to like quarantine or, you know, the challenge will Mm -hmm. hold you in case they need a replacement or something happens. So I think the two of them were just hanging out and taking goofy pictures together. And luckily we got to see that. We got to see it. And they're clearly friends. Josh. I mean, Josh is smart on TV. Devin's smart on TV. They know that they need to sort of keep up a rivalry for this show. That's how the show works. So you could tell. But you could see the smiles cracking on Josh when Devin does something. And when they called Josh out, like, w- w- like, why did you get so mad? 
I like that Josh said, I didn't know how he played the game. Devin had never been on the show before with Josh. With Josh. So he didn't realize the style of game that he plays is an anti antagonistic style. And I think Josh was basically saying, like, I shouldn't have fallen into his traps. I didn't, I wasn't aware. Next time I'll be aware. I'm not going to fall into the Devin void because that just get goes nowhere. As you could see, I'm like being, you know, separated by security for an entire night. Um, I, I also, I do think that they are, they talk about Big Brother literally on this show. I really wish Josh or somebody on the, on the uh, cast or, or a host could go, Josh, like you were upset with um, Devin from antagonizing, you know, and, and acting like that. But like, do you have any respect for that style? Because, you know, need I remind you, your win on Big Brother, you were some, one of the more antagonistic uh, people the most I've ever seen ever on on this show I mean uh, exhibit a pots and pans like uh, do you like you know and I want Josh to be like yeah like I did that because I thought that was what I had to do to win and it and it and I did win but like ever since then I watched myself back I don't want to look like that on TV anymore or just give me the the excuse of why he's changed he's clearly not that Josh anymore right clearly he's grown up a bit he doesn't he doesn't play the game like that at all on this show um maybe because the the mechanism of the show is not like like Big Brother where you just don't vote in a block and and there's nothing you can do you just go home that's what's so heartbreaking about Big Brother is there's nothing you could do when you're on the block and they want you out you're a target here you could fight your way back so sending somebody in like that they could come back and target you so uh, maybe that's why but I just want somebody to answer for it and if we're going to do this such a B Big Brother versus the challenge storyline where we're talking about it like Let's talk about their big brother history and let's right. show a clip. Let's show a pots and pans clip. Yeah. It's all Viacom, baby. Yeah. Or it's all, is it Viacom? Yeah. It's all Viacom, baby. Come it's on. CBS. CBS Viacom. Show, show, show the pots and pans clip. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's see this. That brings us to the Ashley and Nelson uh, segment. Nelson joined via satellite. And basically this comes down to the fact that Nelson had an interview on the show where he was calling Ashley a snake. And then she tweeted about it. Like there are people on the show who act like they're your friends and you know, they're your buddies, but they are fake as hell. They'll go on the show and say awful things about you. Like fake, fake as these tits, baby. Fake as these titties. And then they went back and forth because basically Ashley's like, show me where I was a snake. Like, show me. Tell me when I was a snake besides the hunter thing. That's the only thing. Everybody's always calling me a snake. And you know what? I feel for her. I really do. Because Johnny started that um, on Total Madness, I think. Or maybe it was in War of the Worlds. Somewhat, he started that because she is a threat. And so the easiest way to get rid of a threat is to make everyone feel like they can't trust her, don't want to work with her, blah, right. blah, blah. And, and you're giving everybody the out to the out. trust her. Yeah. So she, they don't have to feel bad. They go, well, she's a snake, so obviously I can vote for her. But she's not. Johnny's way more of a snake than she is. They, Johnny, well, Johnny did, did the, the same, same thing. thing. Exactly. To a nice person and not some guy and who not is some... Like threatening her life. And Yeah. And, I'll kill her whole fucking yeah. family. <laughs> yeah. Creepy hunter. Where are my goddamn shoes? Creepy hunter. Man. Um, By the way, we're, or you are pretty much watching the Are You the One That Hunter and Nelson I finished, are on? yeah. And Hunter is, uh, how about the Hunter character there? Talk about a snake. 
Is he snaky on that show? He feels snaky on the show because I know who he is. But he's and just on like, the golly, show. I can't even believe him on, in Hollywood yeah. on a big television And he's like, show. I want to find love. I'm just here for love. <laughs> and then he'll be like, boy. you can't. He just is constantly saying things that don't make sense. He's like, you can't control what happens when you control the things that are also not there. Who knows guys, how many beams? We, guys, we have to follow our hearts. Yeah, he's doing a lot of that. <laughs> Um, and, and like I just know that he's kind of like a little I know what he's like on the challenge and so yeah. seeing this first season of him where he's like we, literally trying to be a Prince Charming we I'm should like, talk about let's uh, ma- make a mental note for Monday's episode to talk about are you the, your are you the one viewing of are you the one season four is it um, three three yeah because uh, you know there's so many you know Devin's on that show Everybody's Amanda's on that show Brittany's right. on that so, show so I think, Nelson's I think on that show I'd like to go and ask you since you finished it we could talk about your feelings about them back then and yeah all that stuff. I do have things to say all right let's continue um, with this um so basically but so Ashley's just hurt you're supposed to be my friend like we hang out like you and I like go out together we get manicures together we get drinks together like what's and then you're on the show calling me a snake what have I done besides taking money from your friend five seasons ago that's the only thing and then everybody is kind of like yeah that that's it that's the only thing and then cam like sticks up for ashley and she's like i've worked with ashley and like she's a hundred percent loyal so uh by the way we haven't talked about cam cam looked incredible cam was great on the reunion she had we'll get to a cam segment soon but like she had something to say about pretty much every situation but she was positive and she was it she was a grounding force on the reunion um so then ashley and nelson make up at the end of it well nelson is like i just want to say i won't ever vote for you i won't ever say your name again i just won't do it yeah and nick said it's nice that nelson did that yeah i think it's nice that nelson wasn't arguing about this i think he did say well i he tried to argue and ashley stood up and like kept talking over him loved ashley's dress by the way and uh, yeah i I just think that nelson was like "Ah, why am i arguing i like her yeah i'm done with this yeah (laughs) you're right um, then they had a little segment about how everyone dressed the same, which they talked about like, well, production told us to dress like agents and spies. So we all brought black turtlenecks. Um, and then they just like borrowed each other's clothes. And yeah. And then the Devin and Kyle purposefully dressed the same thinking it would be funny. But honestly, no one, I didn't notice. I don't think anyone I noticed. And also like nobody, everybody claims that they didn't plan it. But no, Kyle and Devin were like, yeah, we did this as a yeah, joke. Yeah, but like Fessy's like, no, you didn't. You're just doing that because oh, basically okay. what they're saying is like because they were all wearing the turtleneck with the chain, yeah. like that they they were getting memed on um on the internet and so people were talking about them. And so they are claiming that they did that on purpose so that they could get in on everybody reposting. But that's not even together. possible because the show films I, I don't know. before it airs. I understand, <laughs> but I think maybe the framing of it, like, hey guys, we also dress the same too. Maybe mm. you post about us too. And then maybe them posting the pictures of it rather mm, than the mm-hmm. internet finding it itself. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. I don't know. I'm not in on any of that anyway. So I, I don't know. There was a Nam and Lolo segment. Nom came in there and we just saw Lolo leave and I don't know I got nothing out of that except for Nam really saying like yeah I didn't want to have my partner and then luckily she left was kind of basically what he said and no Lolo on the show show yeah I don't think she's ever coming back do you I don't want her to good riddance um people the host asked Kyle who his favorite partner was he says it was definitely Cam and that Nani was the worst partner and then they all everyone had like a good laugh about that (laughs) and Nani was like come on Kyle, you know we love working together. 
Um, CT and Big T. There's a big segment about CT and Big T, and the, uh, CT with ending with CT speaking in uh, in Big T's uh, um, the the wherever she was born. Yeah, like that language. Yeah, I, I didn't pick it up. It was so random. Like I was already like checking out. Yeah, and then CT the all end. of a sudden starts speaking like pretty in a CT like growl, but like good like pronunciation and stuff right of like uh like it seemed like he knew the language right rather than like he was phonetically remembering right it. rather than like hola como esta yeah it was just like casually like hello yes but a good deal no, like, okay, oh, what the fuck <laughs> ct and then all of a sudden she responds immediately with a smile on her face and i was like look at this guy he's yeah. just like he's skinny now his uh, hair is looking nice CT must he's, be like genius level I mean, intelligent he's, he's really i Honestly, except for most likely getting drunk and screaming at his wife, I bet you he's a real catch. <laughs> um, I'm realizing that I didn't write down when I said I love Leroy in my notes. That was the Leroy Cam segment. So let's go back and talk about that, which is the fact that they, the host, was like, First off, I loved that they had a whole segment about two challengers love and it just felt like wholesome and not at the expense of anyone being, you know, put down or anything like they just talked about their relationship we got a montage of clips from this season nani starts crying and she's like i'm just so happy for leroy and cam like i'm so happy that they're together and i'm so proud of the the man leroy has become and that cam has made him a better man um which is not like I have personal issues with that statement. I don't like when women tell other women that you've made a man a better man, but that's just my feminist agenda. We'll talk about it another time because this was really touching and they love each other. They love each other. It was a moment of love on the reunion. How did you feel about it? I felt like it was just reaffirming what I felt. They're a great couple. I, lo I love them both and I'm very happy for them. I'm, I'm the only thing i'm upset about is we're not gonna see leroy anymore on the show because Same. i was on reddit the other day and uh like yesterday and somebody got their haircut from leroy and took a picture with them and posted on there and said hey what's up uh, leroy he's a really he's the nicest guy in the world completely done with the show wow so you know when, you, when you're getting a haircut from somebody they tell you the truth you know what i mean the greatest so, player to never win yeah. that brings us to our uh, next he gonna be he's gonna be on all-stars I He'll, think you're right. I think you gotta get him on All Stars, and he's gonna sweet. He's gonna he's gonna kill it on All Stars. That brings us to our next segment, which was the Amber M. Tory drama. This was the only thing that felt like um, sort of a throwback I to know. like the past like, reunions. Ugh. Amber M. shows up, and it's like all of a sudden we're down in the in the dregs again. Mm -hmm. And uh, she wanted she just wanted Tory to apologize like in person, and Tory was like, uh, you know, like oh yeah, you apologize in my DMs. And she was like, well, did you want me to fly a plane out there? I live in New Jersey. Like, you know what I mean? What do you want me to do? Here's what Amber M wanted. Amber M wanted her to write on the internet, like, on her. I just want to say I'm sorry to Amber M. Ah. Uh, you know, it, right? Yeah. Is that what she was getting at? Well, Amber, yeah. And then they talked about Big T and, like, that whole, the whole plan to get Tori out and, like, uh, or get Tori and Anissa to face each other and how Tori and Anissa might be mean girls and to Amber M and this whole, and, and Big T and this whole idea of, like, you called us weak. And Tori's like, I never called you weak. I said you were a smaller player, which is true. And they're like, well, you weren't, you wouldn't even try and be friends with us. And Tori's like, I don't want to try and be friends with someone that I feel like I'm going to face in an elimination or that I'm going to be voting for. Like, that's just, I don't want to be fake. Now, I, did you see the little bit of shade that was thrown in Amber M? 
went during the Big T segment and Tori. Yes, right. When Tori's like, I applaud Big T's like move. Like that's what I like. You make a move, a great game move in the game, and then you leave it in the game. You don't come back and like tweet about it. And right. then they showed an Amber M tweet where she's like, I wouldn't listen to that boring podcast right, and like. Right. Like She's like, well, on. I just want to say I still wouldn't listen to that boring podcast. Well, first of all, you weren't asked to be on it, uh, which I imagine that yeah. maybe uh, that had a, something to do with it. A little bit of something. Uh, and I, I do like that Anissa said, uh, or Tori said, yeah, we were number one. So uh, it's like how boring. And it's like they probably were number one on, yeah. uh, on, on the entertainment uh, uh, charts or whatever. But um, And you know what? The podcast is not boring. I think if you actually like the challenge, uh, it's it would be a, a essential listening to get the full story. Because you get backstory on everything. It's kind of like a little like uh, after show. Um, and it's pretty nice. Yeah, I just I don't know how I feel about Amber M. I mean, I like that one line that she said to Tori, where like you're going around saying I'm a weak player and you're not saying it to my face, which makes me think you're a weak player. But I do believe that Tori didn't say she was weak; that she did just say she was small, and then it got kind of like turned around. So I don't know. I, I this whole idea that like Tori and Anissa are mean girls, like I don't know if I believe no. that. I don't feel that on the no. show. I've never seen that before. They just I've have only- been there for. a little bit yeah they're they're kind of pulling rank on people and i've consistently seen anisa and tori prop up other women on the show so it's like hard for me to get behind that storyline is brand new yeah just stick to your brand new land and you'll be better next time don't worry and then last but not least was the fessy and tori segment did they or did they not hook up turns out it's a turns out it's a did they Super fans found pictures of them vacationing somewhere. Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. It, what it seems that happened from my, what I can gather here. So they connected on the show. And Tori's like, yeah, because I, I, Anissa's my best friend. Fessy was Anissa's partner. We just, the three of us hung out all the time. And they like, they connect. And Fessy's like, yeah, of course, she's awesome. And then... Tori was like, yeah, and then one night in the igloo, he was drunk, and he told me I was beautiful, and that was the first time I thought maybe he might be attracted to me, and then Fessy's like, I wasn't drunk, and it's like, okay, well... I believe that you were because then Tori does like a fun impersonation of him being like, you're beautiful. Um, And then Tori's like, but I didn't really have any idea. And then the show comes out and we get all these interviews from Fessy being like, yeah, I'm feeling Tori. Um, And then, you know, Tori's going through her thing with Jordan, the, the, uh, that engagement dissolving. And then she went to go hang out with some friends who are working at a resort and that Fessy came to meet her there and I think maybe they tried to see if anything was there between them turns out they're just friends Tori said it about five times we're just friends then we get a little Gabby coming on via zoom from Dubai and um, they're like so did you and Fessy ever you know meet up after the show and she was like no I think he was off meeting up with Tori and people were like oh damn and then they were like but you have a boyfriend now and she's like I do and Fessy's like yeah half a man he's like yeah yeah well she has a, you have a man now half a man i mean what, what i don't understand like what is he is he salty about that i don't know what is that just on? what I think he does Fessy's, he's just a bad guy now <laughs> yeah so he's just like it's like one last little like needle to be like yeah. shit. everybody's like then he's like what why did you say that and then uh, vernon the host was like you, you you just said he's half a man why did you say that and he and he's like i didn't say that yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> and then eventually he's like he's short he's short <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> sure um, um that was really funny 
it was all funny. And then there was like a funny Anissa segment where she was like, I was trying to hook up with. No, she kept saying, I want, I was like, listen, I'm going to be real. I wanted to fuck Fessy. And I've been trying to fuck Fessy for a long time. And every time we came to our room to hang out with Tori, I was like, damn, I like to fuck Fessy. Like, <laughs> and then she said, I was like, oh, Anissa, why are you going out on a limb like this? Like, it almost made me cringe a little bit until she was like, until she was like, damn, I want to fuck Fessy, but he's so stupid and I hate him. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's so dumb and I hate him. Uh, that made me laugh and brought yeah. me back in. But um, it, it, that actually reminded me that, like, I think Anissa would, should uh, have a, somebody should think about putting Anissa on, like, one of these talk shows. Uh, like, don't you think Anissa would be good on The View or The yeah. Talk? Yeah, you know yeah, what I the mean? Chew. Or, or The, or the Wait, Whatever. The or, a cooking show. And it's gone now. Yeah. It's not even a thing. But, like, I think she has that vibe where she can just kind of um, sit and kind of talk to whoever about whatever and it'll be kind of entertaining agreed just hearing her talk about topics i i think and i'm glad that she's continuing on with the challenge and the challenge uh, podcast and it's doing well because i think that maybe that would lead to her you know getting hosting workplaces because i think she just would be a fantastic host of just kind of like a, a daytime talk show something that was funny that came up in this segment was there was like this thing where either she walked in on Fessy taking a shower or she was invited to come in on Fessy taking a shower and Corey turns around and is like, that's how it starts. And then we were reminded of the <laughs> yeah. funny Corey and Anissa relationship yeah. from days gone past. I, I thought that was really great. Um, anything else? That's it. Wow, we actually did it. We did an hour. No way. Yeah, we did. Getting into this, it. we were like, how are we going to talk about nah. this reunion? Leave it to us. Leave it to us to get chitty and chatty. Folks, thank you for listening. I mean, there's going to be a part two, so we'll be back next Thursday. But uh, make sure you're always checking the feed, because on Monday, we will drop a brand new episode. And yeah, that's right. Either tonight or very early tomorrow, you will have another Patreon, the second Patreon of April 2021. Uh, patreon.com forward slash reality blows for all of that nonsense uh thank you so much and as always may tj not ever appear on one of these reunions and may vernon davis be allowed to just host these reunions on zoom thank you good night bye <laughs>